This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Coming up on the news. Former PM David Cameron has revealed Brexit makes him depressed. US Air Force lodges crews at Donald Trump's Scottish resort up to 40 times. And EPA makes rollback of clean water rules official. It's Friday, September 13. I'm Anthony Davis. British Prime Minister Boris Johnson and European Commission President Jean-Claude Juncker will hold talks next week to try to break the Brexit impasse as both sides seek to avert what could be a disastrous no-deal departure. Juncker said he was hoping for some alternative proposals but wasn't optimistic at resolving the stalemate. The meeting comes as lower-level Brexit negotiations have produced no visible signs of progress as the deadline nears, although EU negotiators say they believe Johnson is actively pursuing a deal. The key stumbling block remains the so-called Irish backstop, a manoeuvre to prevent both sides from putting in a hard border between Ireland, which is in the EU, and Northern Ireland, which is part of the UK. The Irish Prime Minister warned that the two sides are still very far apart, despite recent reports of progress in the talks. The former Prime Minister, who masterminded the Brexit referendum in 2016, David Cameron, has revealed Brexit makes him depressed and accuses Boris Johnson of trashing the government with his campaign to leave the EU. In an interview before his book hits the shelves, the former Prime Minister explained how he thinks about losing the referendum every single day and what the consequences will be. He also says a second referendum may be necessary to break the deadlock and criticises Boris Johnson's move to prorogue Parliament and strip 21 Tory MPs of the whip for rebelling. He said he had been under political pressure to hold a referendum in 2016 because there had been a series of treaties and the issue was not going to go away, adding he thought about it more than any other decision he made in government. He reserves his most stinging criticism for his former Tory colleagues Michael Gove and Boris Johnson, who were instrumental in the Vote Leave campaign. He said the pair had left him feeling like he was in a quagmire. In the book, he calls Gove mendacious and says the pair behaved appallingly. The US Air Force has lodged crews at Donald Trump's Scottish resort up to 40 times since 2015, a figure that is far higher than previously known. The figure does not indicate how many of the stays have occurred since Trump became president, but the Air Force has significantly ramped up its overnight stops in Scotland under Trump after signing a contract with Prestwick Airport, situated 20-plus miles from Turnbury. The Air Force has said the refuelling stops at Prestwick and all related overnight stays are well within Pentagon guidelines. 
Prestwick frequently books the Air Force crew's lodging at Turnbury, the airport acknowledged in a statement, and often arranges for their transportation to and from the resort. The U.S. House Oversight Committee has been investigating military expenditure at and around Turnbury since the spring and has threatened to subpoena officials in an attempt to get more information from the Pentagon. The Trump administration is changing the definition of what qualifies as waters of the United States, tossing out an Obama-era regulation that has enhanced protections for wetlands and smaller waterways. Yesterday's rollback is the first step in a process that will allow the Trump administration to create its own definition of which waters deserve federal protection. A new rule is expected to be finalised this winter. The EPA has already finalised 46 deregulatory actions under Trump, with an additional 45 actions in development, triggering lawsuits from conservation and environmental organisations. Swedish teenager Greta Thunberg, who has shot to global fame for inspiring worldwide student strikes to promote action against climate change, took her mission to Donald Trump's doorstep today with a protest outside the White House. Hundreds of mostly young people gathered across the street carrying signs reading People or Profit and Warming, chanting This is a crisis, act like it, and business as usual is not enough. The demonstration marked the first high-profile event of her six-day visit to Washington, intended to pressure the Trump administration ahead of a United Nations climate summit, where world leaders will be asked to ramp up their carbon-cutting ambitions to fend off global warming, which Trump has described as a hoax. You can subscribe to The News with your favourite podcast app or ask your smart speaker to play The News with Anthony Davis podcast. Leave us a review on iTunes and follow us on Twitter at The News underscore podcast for daily updates. The News is an independent production covering politics, inequality, health and climate, delivering honest, verified and truthful world news daily. We often hear about the individuals who took the oath of office to become the chief executive. But what about the other people who play a role in each administration or the events that may not be as well known, but that contribute to the reshaping of the office of the American presidency? On the presidencies of the United States, we explore each administration beyond just the person holding the highest elected office in order to better understand the history that brought us to the modern day presidency. I hope you'll join me on this journey through the annals of presidential history. Presidencies can be found anywhere fine podcasts can be found and is a proud member of the Evergreen Podcast Network.